Welcome everybody to another episode of the Crush Cast. Today we've got Hannah Uvegas. You recognize that name? Yep, she's one of the inaugural Athena Award winners, and we're going to learn more about that. Hannah, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I studied a little bit before our discussion, and my understanding is your role started as a receptionist at the front desk in our Cleveland office. It did. It sure did. Almost 10 years ago now. And what was that like? So I was referred into that role. You know, I, I was brand new to the business. I had no experience. And I interviewed with, you know, the BOM at the time and Greg, and I was just kind of looking for that first, like big girl job, you know, get your foot in the door at a company, not exactly thinking I would be at this company long-term. Uh, but what I was doing and building in Cleveland, I think had like this contagious energy to it. Um, I was really impressed by how involved in the community the company was, and I just kind of fell in love with it and the people there. Uh, and here we are almost 10 years later. Now, in terms of your career progression, Mm -hmm. You then ended up getting into compliance. Yes, of all things. That's a big shift. What was it that was. like? So it's actually a pretty funny story. Um, I didn't really want to be in compliance at first. That was not really on my radar. Um, I really enjoyed what I was doing. Um, but then when I saw that there was really an opportunity for a career path in this company, you know, that was exciting. And I was I was talking to the BOA. Well, BOM at the time about it. And, you know, Greg and I had discussions and we had just kind of increased our headcount in Cleveland. So they were adding roles. And one of those roles was actually to be executive. And that's the job I wanted. And he told me no. Um, and oh. he said, you know what? No. He's like, you need to get licensed. You need a path. He's like, I think you can do more than that. So he really pushed me into the BCS role at the time. And I was very unsure about it, but you know, it did. I got my seven, got my 24, and then my 66 eventually. And you know, a couple years into that role, the, B, the BCM had left. So I applied for that and here we are. I was reading some of the wonderful comments written about you on the nomination for the Athena Award. And one advisor wrote, if it's possible, Hannah makes compliance and supervision fun. So it, it seems like regardless of what role you're in, you're able to demonstrate care and develop relationships and really help people. Now, you mentioned Greg and Greg was doing some coaching, but my understanding is, is Greg's really had a significant impact on you, like in terms of helping you with your career development. He has, you know, I been in a formal corporate environment before starting at Equitable and just the time he's invested in me and my career. You know, we had our awards banquet last weekend, two weekends ago, and I had the opportunity to talk about it. And Greg and his caring and investing in the people that work in our branch goes way beyond just the office. You know, he really cares what's going on in people's personal lives and invests in us in that way. So between him and then Dana Cox is also my mentor uh, in the branch now with our uh, merger and our complex. I've learned so much from the two of them, both professionally and personally, about just really how, how to care for someone, you know, not just in their role, but as a person. 
Well, you have definitely followed on their lead. I mean, I've heard stories of you visiting the hospital, visiting advisors whose children were struggling. So it's an important part of your life, isn't it? It is. You know, I think the transition from going to the receptionist role to compliance, that was something that was originally kind of hard. You know, you're walking into a role that is inherently a little bit more confrontational and, you know, hear the jokes about the business prevention department and all that. Um, And that was something I really wanted to tackle and make sure that that was never how people saw it. You know, I want to be a partner. I want to be someone who trains and educates. And then something, you know, my predecessor said once that really stuck with me was, you know, we want to be here to watch your back, not look over your shoulder. And that's really the approach I've tried to take with it. Um, and try yeah. to make an impact rather than, you know, be that big, bad person coming in telling people no. Yeah, well, that, that's a good perspective. And it, it does no advisor favors when it's just a laxed environment where there's no partnership in terms of oversight. It's a really good way to put it. Tell me about the corporate challenge. I know that you've been really involved with this and it just yeah. keeps growing. So what is the Cleveland corporate challenge and, and what type of activities has the branch engaged in? It's a ton of fun. So uh, Cleveland has this event called the Cleveland Corporate Challenge. And essentially, it's roughly between 12 and 15 sporting events that take place over the summer. And it's all different corporations within the Cleveland area will compete. So we start usually in like June and there's all sorts of fun things, softball, kickball, volleyball, ski ball, you know, cornhole, whatever it is. Um, And you compete against other companies all summer long for the corporate cup. And then the top three companies are able to make a donation to a charity of their choice at the end. But it is such a cool way to get out of the office and get to know your coworkers and do something very different, uh, sometimes out of your comfort zone with them but it's also awesome to network with other companies so we've made a lot of friends you know with people at other companies uh, but also gotten to know each other a lot better participating that's in that. fun that's fun it getting is. out of the office developing and it's something we can do again right COVID. We're, we're at that yes thankfully on march 28th and knock on wood it's nothing <laughs> but open doors going forward how about your philanthropic interests i know that you're super involved with the community What's your favorite thing to do in terms of helping people? Ooh, my favorite. So um, a charity that I'm very involved in and care about a lot is called the City Mission. And it's an organization within Cleveland that helps support the homeless population. So they have a women's and children's crisis center and then also a men's shelter. And they're very involved in transitional housing within the city. So that's an organization I've been volunteering at since I was a kid. Um, I'm on the associate board with them now, and they're just a fantastic organization. So we've actually done service projects with them, you know, whether it's going in and painting their preschool room or, you know, whatever they could use help with, we've tried to be involved with them. Um, And then I also teach Sunday school at my church, which I'm very passionate about. I love little kids. Uh, And so that's something I definitely treasure my time being able to do that on the weekends. We've got the NLF in about a month, mm-hmm. and we are going to celebrate you as an inaugural winner of the Athena Award. What was it like when you found out about your nomination and then ultimately that you received the award? Oh, man, it was extremely overwhelming. I, 
I had one person kind of mentioned it to me in passing that they were going to nominate me, but I didn't really know anything outside of that. So I was actually sitting in a parking lot when I got the email that I had won. And I immediately, you know, got very emotional, um, called my sister, who actually also works for Equitable, and then called Greg. And it was just a very um, overwhelming in the best way. I felt so grateful that people had even taken the time to nominate me. Um, and it just was kind of a full circle moment, you know, from starting where I did to where I am now and, you know, the ups and downs that have come with it. It's just been so um, impactful in my life, but also been very fun to celebrate and, you know, be able to tell people stories of what our branch does. You know, I've had people reach out to me and ask, you know, how'd you get this? What do you guys do? You know, wanting to know what Cleveland does. Um, and that's been really neat to be able to share those stories. Well, congratulations. You inspire you. us all. It is a great story. It is heartwarming. I look at your 10 year plus career and it's really wonderful what you, the, the, the opportunity that has presented itself and how you've capitalized on it. The clear thread through all of it is how much you care for people. Um, I'll give you one last question. Okay. As you reflect on your career and as you reflect on the work that we all collectively do, what are you most proud of? Oh, I think what I'm most proud of is how much our branch has been able to impact people's lives. And, you know, not just in what Equitable does, which is incredible and in, in terms of impacting and caring for people, um, but we've been so community focused that I think we have so many stories that we can tell uh, that I've had a privilege to be involved in on how we've gone into the community and done things, you know, whether it's with Junior Achievement or Empower Sports, which is a organization that helps kids who are mentally and physically challenged or, you know, corporate challenge or the city mission. We're just always getting out there and doing new things. And I'm so proud to have been involved in that and just a small part, but also I'm just so proud of our branch and what we continue to kind of push for and stand for, which to me well, is why I love this company. We are all a small part of it, but you're leading it. You're inspiring others. And this has been a wonderful discussion. Uh, congratulations. Look forward to celebrating you at the NLF. And thanks for all you do. Yes, definitely. Thank you so much.